Welcome to the family with co-host Catherine Brandt, Alex Brandt-Bernard Rasmussen, and Andy Brandt-Bernard. We'll be right back, kick off hour two with the family. Dougie, what's new at my favorite Nissan stores? Well, now that everybody's back from vacation, we can finally get to work. Yeah, easy there, gunpowder. Hey, at least you only took a week. Jayla was gone darn near a whole month. Poor Dan Rush. Anyway, we got some great things happening at Coon Rapids Nissan and Walzer Nissan in Burnsville. Read this, and you can add that cool DJ voice if you want to. It's 2020 closeout month at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan. Giant discounts in 0% for 60 months on all remaining 2020s. You also get Walzer Care, a 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty for free. Ah, music to my ears. I love the sound of a good DJ in the morning. But wait, there's more. For the first time ever, you can get 0% for 60 months on the all-new 2021 Rogue. The 2021 Rogue is bigger, better, and faster than ever before. For more information on 0% interest on all these great vehicles, check out Coon Rapids Nissan and Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and tell them Tommy sent you. I'll just cut out the last bit. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Do, 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 do. I'm rocking out, man. That's all I have to say. So, Mom, you've got a good story you were looking at, you said? Yep. COVID vaccination card to the list of must-have travel documents. Mm. Two of Europe's biggest airlines, British Airways and budget carrier Ryanair Holdings, have started allowing flyers to provide vaccination and COVID-19 test result details alongside personal data like passport numbers and visa information. They are going to, they're, they're believing, well, domestic air travel has gone up 50%, while international's only gone up seven. So they believe that doing something like a passport for vaccination program is going to jumpstart international travel. Really? Yep. That'll be interesting. I don't like that at all. I know. Especially what happens when there's just herd immunity and it's like not a big deal anymore. How, are, how long are they going to require this for? I know. Yeah, you're right. You think they'll always require it? I don't know. Vaccine passports. Uh, uh, U.S. carriers have also been turning to new apps to help passengers keep track of various travel requirements and upload test results. Systems that could eventually be used for vaccine records. Delta Airlines Incorporated CEO Ed Bastian said in an interview with NBC News this week that he expects vaccine passports for international flights will be required for U.S. passengers. Oh, God. But suggested the measure wouldn't be required for domestic trips. Mm. So, so it's coming. Unless you get vaccinated, you can't leave the United States? Uh, apparently. Oh, God. On a plane. On a plane. That's great. That's wonderful. So now, is there anything they don't want to control in our lives? Did you hear? Well, oh, sorry. Well, it's just, it is, it's kind of like, I do believe that airline travel does make diseases go around the world. Yes. It does. And and also, I have been in uh, airports where they say things like if you've experienced any sort of flu-like symptoms, there's been hoof and mouth before and and all kinds of stuff Hand, that can be... foot and mouth, mom. Yeah. Whatever. Hoof and mouth is um, for in, like hooved animals. animals. 
Well, that's well, that's what I'm. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you okay, smarty pants. So when I was traveling <laughs> from the countryside pants. in Europe, they wanted to know if I had been around any domestic animals because of that. Oh, really? Yes, because it's actually, it's um, so, the same thing, but in humans, it's called hand, foot, and mouth. My kids have both had it, but I wouldn't have gotten it from a cow unless it was hoof and mouth. But then it, it would, if you had it, it would be hand, foot, and mouth. But I didn't have it. But I'm saying, <laughs> if you had, it would be. Hand, I foot, get it. Mouth. I get it. I'm. You know what this reminds me of? Having you. dinner at our house when nobody's agreeing on anything. Yes. So Sounds anyway, like it. I, I I mean, so I do believe. But I don't know how you would ever get diseases to not travel around on airplanes because a lot of times people are sick and they don't know yeah, it you yet. Can. Well, that's like Ralph was saying yesterday, like they don't require you to be immunized for whooping cough for, you know, yeah, the flu. Yeah, isn't that interesting? The, yeah, it's... Did you hear why they stopped the AstraZeneca vaccine? Because people were getting blood clots, right? Yeah, people were dying from blood clots. Well, ITP. that one never... That didn't ever come to America, though, did it? Cause yes, I believe so. I thought that so. was a European deal. No, well, I believe that uh, it's been, it was paused, it was put on hold in some European countries, and now it's been reestablished. But now it's I been believe- stopped because a lot of people have died of this blood clot oh, thing. Oh, okay. And somebody, oh, okay. a woman got the vaccine, and the next day her baby got the blood clot thing. Her nursing oh, baby. God. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah. That's God. terrible. And there have the been reports of the same. It's ITP, blood clots, in America. But we don't use the AstraZeneca vaccine, but the AstraZeneca vaccine is so similar to the ones that we have because they're all MNRI, MN, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> MRA? MNRA. There we go. MNRA. I'm like, MNRI is not right. Um, so they could also cause it. And there's apparently this, I don't know his name, but a vaccine developer, like a very well-known vaccine developer, just spoke out about how they should stop vaccinating people for the for COVID because they're going to create a super COVID that's like resistant Ooh, to like treatment because it because it doesn't keep you from getting COVID; it keeps you from getting as sick with COVID. Yeah, which is not a smart thing to do. So it doesn't block the virus from getting into your body; it just lessens your symptoms which is just going to select for stronger and stronger versions of the virus exactly and so this guy i guess in europe he's like on the mainstream news talking out about he's like we cannot be doing this this is not good so you're so you're saying this uh new push to vaccinate babies Hmm. is a bad idea oh yeah they're 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 definitely oh. they're they're working on a vaccination for babies for Wonderful. COVID. Babies That's already great. receive like twenty five vaccines in their first yeah. <laughs> I know. two years of life. And then also with the whole vaccination thing, it's they don't even know how long it's going to last. And now with all these variants that are coming up, they're like, oh, we keep we have to keep working on boosters for the COVID. Yeah, so know. is this ever going to end? They don't know how long the immunity is for the vaccine. Like people are yes. getting it as if they get this vaccine and they're set for life. It's like, no, it could only last six months. You don't know because it hasn't been out long enough to know. So it might be you go get your yearly flu shot and your yearly COVID shot every fall. Yeah. And there's, oh my God, yeah. there was this, I need to find... For the Johnson and Johnson approval, there was this slide that is just hilarious to me. I'll read it out loud. So it's the benefit slash risk assessment in context of the vaccine. And it's data gaps and unknown risks of the Johnson and Johnson. So they don't know the duration of the immune protection, the efficiency against asymptomatic infection or transmission, the efficiency against new variant strains, safety in subpopulations like pregnant, lactating uh, children, immunocompromised, people that have previously had COVID, Uh, They don't know the adverse events that are uncommon and or require longer follow-up to be detected. And they don't know the vaccine-enhanced disease. Evidence suggests low risk, longer follow-up needed to fully evaluate the risk. So I'm like, you don't know anything. They don't know Jack. Yeah, they don't don't. know Jack. They don't know Jack. (laughs) It keeps you from having such bad symptoms for an indeterminate amount Mm -hmm. of time. (laughs) That's it. 
So the fact that people are just acting like this is going to save the world. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like people are just grasping at anything to yeah. get back yep. to normal. So they're just mm-hmm. like, hell yes, shoot it in Probably, me. I don't yeah. care. Mm-hmm. But it's like, actually, in the long term, is this a good idea? Well, who knows? Were the masks ever a good idea? Was any of this ever a good idea? Well, I, I, once again, I read something that it, it, they think now that it reduced transmission of COVID by like uh, maybe a point yeah, of a like percentage. Yeah, it's like 2 percent or something. That's it? Yeah. So we've been wearing these masks for a year now for no reason. Yeah, but we'll said, never... They said that masks... But... The CDC said that masks reduced total deaths by something like 2%. 2%. Yep. Okay. Great. But uh, the question I have for you, Andy, and Alex, and Mom is, uh, are we developing... Uh, are we opening ourselves up to other diseases by wearing these masks? Because, you know, the flu, whatever it is, you some people just, you take it in, it passes through, you're done. Other infections, it, you take it in, it passes through, you're done. But we're not taking those in anymore. Is that, are we going to keep our immunity to those or, or at least our very strong uh, right to, to, you know, strong feeling or, or ability to fight this, the whole thing. Are we losing some of that by wearing these masks for a year? I think we are. Yes. I do too. Well, the fact that, yeah, like Fawn, usually when she gets sick, she doesn't get very sick. Oh, and it doesn't right. last very long, but she still has a cough from that cold that she had a month ago. There you go. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And it wasn't even that bad know. of a cold, but it's just, yeah, like her immune system just hadn't done anything in months. And so it's just like, right. oh shit, what do we do? This is all a power deal as far as I'm concerned. Look, I wear the mask because they tell me to wear the mask. I go, okay, whatever. I, you know, they wanted me to get the shot. I, I don't know anymore. If it doesn't work and it's, it's worthless, why would I get well, back? can't travel. It's just too soon to tell, though. And there's, it yeah, is, like, people suppose, are getting yeah. blood clots. They don't know. It could, everybody yeah. in a year that got the shot could develop liver disease or, you know, brain tumors. They have no idea. And this is the, the yeah. thing, the thing to me is like, okay, it would be one think if it was like oh we took the flu shot and turned it into a covid shot because that's been around for a long time and we know and whatever but since this mnra is so new it's brand new technology and the first time they tried to do it it killed every lab rat um like it you have no idea what could happen down the road so just because you want to avoid this illness you're putting yourself at risk for who knows what you have no clue no one has any idea. And that just freaks no, me out. It's right. like I was talking about with one of my friends, like, the, you know, risk benefit assessment. And I'm like, to me, the risk of the vaccine, it just does not outweigh the benefit. Because for me, if I got COVID, it really wouldn't be a big deal. No. I'm not at risk. No. No. Right. I, I understand why people in long term live, uh, yes. long term yes, care yes, facilities yes, yes. would need it, and healthcare workers. Yes. And teachers that are. I, I think either obese or have underlying medical conditions or are elderly. That makes sense. Yes, I could definitely be around yeah. kids. Certain groups, absolutely. But everyone? Yeah. I don't know. I know. I, I I don't like. I said I wore the mask. I didn't think I from day one. I said these masks aren't going to do anything. They're, what they're going to do is prevent you from taking in other, uh, not necessarily infections, but other other droplets that might be infected you you're gonna you're gonna lose the ability to fight that off if we don't keep breathing it in aren't we i'm really interested when the masks and the obsessive sanitation and everything when that does go away if people when they get sick are going to get really sick because all of a sudden like all these bugs are going to be like crazy like we finally can spread it's weird. It's true. I got to read something to you because th- this makes me so happy for my friend Mike Lindell. I can't even tell you. Oh, no. You know, these stations have been hammering Lindell oh, God, and he's the worst human. Oh, my him. God. He's a crazy man. And blah. Yep. You know, he gets to have his opinion just like everybody else. I will tell you that. No, he doesn't. No, you don't. Um, Mike Lindell has five million followers. Okay. On what? He has five million. I don't know. what Twitter, the, I was probably, talking about it the other day. I guess. 
Probably Twitter, yeah. I would guess so. Um, five million followers. The number one place that has been pounding him into the ground has been CNN. Mm-hmm. Their ratings are down to 1.6 million primetime viewers. Wow. They're getting slaughtered because of this. Well, they don't have Trump to hate on anymore, and that's what people were tuning yep, in to watch was were. the hate fest. That's so. true, yeah. Yes. Mr. Lindell, I'm I'm very happy the fact that you've got more than three times more followers on Twitter than CNN has viewers. Mm. <laughs> Tell you another thing. There are mornings when the KQ Morning Show has more than 1.6 million listeners. I mean, a local morning show has more listeners than CNN gets viewers. People, well, I think, look, I'm sick of most of the stuff that Fox does, too. There are a lot of things on Fox I go, oh, my God, this is ridiculous. So I don't lock it into a, a, a you know, a, a conservative nor a liberal perspective. Just tell me the truth. That's all. Tell me the truth. Is that not enough? I don't think well, anybody look what knows happens. what the truth is, though. <laughs> might it's be true. true. Well, that's, that's, yeah. Truly, that it's that like... possible. Just nobody but, has I any mean, idea. The jur- journalists have got to wake up, in my they opinion, do. and stop being more. partisan hacks and suck-ups to a political party. That's the problem in America, in in my opinion. I mean, the George Floyd trial. Yeah. Apparently, there was some journalist that went in, uh, was in the courtroom, and was describing jurors' notes, trying to look at their notes, and trying to look at the attorney's notes on the table. And also wrote what floor of the courthouse they were on, which is a breach of security. (laughs) And the judge just told him, if you do it again, you're going to be barred. It's like, bar them now. Now. They shouldn't be doing this kind of stuff. They clearly are are some sort of agitator that's disguised as a journalist. They shouldn't be in there. I mean, people can be killed easily over this case one thing goes wrong and the rioting is going to go crazy yep. yeah they have to be so you know, so 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 careful about yeah everything. and then you've got yeah. a journalist telling everybody what floor of the courthouse they're in are you crazy why would you do something like that and then also to be looking at people's notes is yep. so unethical and unprofessional they should be they should just be fired barred from writing about anything I mean, they really, that's what we're going to have to do to these people. Yes, Otherwise, it's going to continue forever. We need to take a break and be right back in a couple of minutes with the family. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common-sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. What's more important than reliable plumbing? Having someone you can rely on in case it ever needs attention. Hi, Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Look, you don't want to mess around with leaks or shoddy installation or repair when it comes to plumbing. Sabre is the largest installer of Moen fixtures and Ream water heaters in Minnesota. They're dependable pros who get the job done right. So when plumbing happens, call Sabre or visit SaberHeating.com. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, So what I just did is I popped back between CNN and Fox and just looked at the headlines that they got and 
you know, what they're doing. Uh, one of them, of course, is Sharon Osbourne claims talk co-hosts trapped her after Meghan Markle. They're setting me up, she says. So she thinks she's just being teed up to get fired because she doesn't agree with every word they say. Oh, uh, what so, happened you know. was she, uh, yeah, she defended Meghan Markle. No, Pierce, Pierce, Pierce what's Morgan. his face? Pierce Morgan right. defended and, him. Yep, and they all went crazy on her. See, once again, Piers Morgan gets his opinion on who Meghan Markle is. We all get our opinions. Doesn't mean we have to listen to other people's opinions. I don't have to listen to Piers Morgan if I don't want to. If I want to, I will. If I don't, I won't. So I don't understand how anybody gets fired over that stuff. I don't get it. Are you saying basically, and I do think this is what they're saying, that the average person in America is too stupid to make up their own mind, and they go on after them because, hey, if you're that stupid, we can talk you into anything and you'll vote for us. Yeah, that's pretty much how it works. It's exactly how it is. They are preying upon the stupid to win elections. That really makes me sad. We have Wendy on the phone. Well, she's not stupid. We know that. Absolutely not, but I I think we just hit the nail on. I think you just hit the nail on the head. I mean, there's so many people that, with the Internet, they don't want to have to think about what things are. They just want to have someone tell them what things are. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah, I exactly mean, right. It's like, it's, of all things, it's like a, a meme I saw on Facebook. It's like, you know, we used to watch the news at night, and they used to give us just the facts, and we had to decide how we felt about them. Now they give us their opinions and tell us how we should feel about them. Yeah, that's exactly right. We're being told how we should feel. And and I hate to say this, you're looking back and people, younger people will not remember this. But this all happened because of Walter Cronkite. He decided to, to lie about the Bay of Tonkin. And since then, people went, oh, if Walter Cronkite lies, I guess I'll lie too. I remember that years ago he lied, and everybody knew he was lying, but they went, oh, that's a good thing, because people believed him. Isn't that sad? That's scary. scary. It's very scary and very sad, because people are actually being programmed, and they don't see it. Because, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, like the whole COVID thing. Like, you know, I had it. And, you know, sitting around thinking about it, it just... It feels so disingenuous that they're freaking out over COVID, but not the flu. Notice the the flu deaths have gone down immensely. Now, is that because we're all wearing masks? Or is it because a lot of the flu deaths are COVID? I mean, you know, I don't get into the Yep. I'm not a yes and yes. I mean, I I really don't like to sound all conspiracy theorist because it's, you know, it is what it is, but... I mean, anybody that hasn't read 1984, I hate to say it, if you haven't read it, you need to, because some of what's happening right now is like, you know, book and chapter from 1984. It's like they're using it as a playbook. People have to to learn how to think themselves. I mean, be presented with what's going on, review, research, find the facts. And make your own decision. I mean, Isn't it amazing? When, it's too hard. Now, when do you do you put yourself through college? Did you not your family? Yeah, I did. my uh, My company has a um, my company has a program where it's uh, you go to school, you pay out front, and then at the end of the semester, if you have a grade of C or above. You get reimbursed for it, and they have like a, a certain amount. Yeah, and you have a certain amount of money that you can use every year. And you know, sadly enough, the amount of money that you can is available to use sounds like it's a lot, but really, it's only uh, it's only three, four credit college classes. Okay, isn't that amazing? So, seventy-seven, and, yeah, seventy-seven grand a year for the most expensive college in America now. Mm-hmm. Seventy-seven thousand dollars. It took me it took ten, you years, ten years. To get my degree. Well, yeah, I love but it. that was. I love but, it. But when I until I had to start from scratch. But when I and and the, honestly, the only reason I did it was because I needed it to be promoted above a certain level. And I, 
sadly enough, one of the things that I figured out through college, because somebody asked me what I learned, I said, I learned mm-hmm. that I'm pretty much just as smart as I thought I was. It's just I, you know, it, it kind of helped me with my uh, profiling skills. Oh, because for sure. some teachers, yeah, for some teachers, and any of you kids out there that, you know, are having trouble with the teacher where you have differing opinions, Here's my suggestion because this got me A's every single time. Profile your teacher. Yep. See what they want to hear. Even if it's completely 180 degrees from what you believe, write your papers and do your posts just like that. You get an A every time and they'll be you'll you'll be their favorite student. I guarantee it. Because there were some papers where I had to I had to write them with a glass of wine beside me. Because mm-hmm. I totally was not believing what I was writing, got A's on all of them. Yeah, I got in. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I got a perfect score on a book report once, uh, despite not having read the book. I was gonna say in my social, <laughs> my socialism, social. I don't know. I call it socialism. Socialism studies. I called it socialism class because I don't remember yeah. what it was called, but it was social something something. And yeah, I there was. I had to write a twenty-five page thing on this book that I did not read and I got more than 100% on it. Well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and just for, more than one. You know, just for fun. In my sociology, in my psychology class classes and you know, any classes I could fit it into just for fun because I had a bet with a few of my friends that I could do it. Every single time there was a paper where I could actually write it about Ted Bundy, I did. And I got A's on all those papers too. And it was for different <laughs> different subjects about that. But it's, it's, you know, it's amazing. a joke. It is I mean, amazing. You know, classes like classes like accounting and stuff like that, they are totally useful because you're going to yeah. use them. But one of the reasons college costs so much is because and this is the big argument, they make you take all these core classes and I said, listen, I am this old. Why do we have to take these core classes? Because I pretty much guarantee you that my business degree, religious philosophy is going to have nothing to do with my business degree. And they said, well, we, the the states have these requirements so that we have well-rounded students. I'm like, I'm fat already. Um, I don't think I need to be any more well-rounded, but, you know, ha-ha, but... Really, we don't need to take all of these extra classes. College is really expensive just because of that. They oh, can yeah. make it a two-year thing without having to take, like, underwater basket weaving mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, decide what you want to go for. Take classes for the degree. Get it over with. You're going to find that it's a hell of a lot cheaper. You know, so when I graduated, it took me 10 years, but I graduated with no debt. Debt-free, no loans nothing with my daughter whatever federal loans didn't cover we paid out of pocket so we lived like college students for a few years but that was okay and now that she's graduated she's paying her student loans and she said mom some people are so stupid she's like they keep sending me things saying i don't have to pay it until you know they keep putting it off putting it off she's like i've been paying the whole time i said well it's only going to benefit you because you're not going to have the interest yep Mm-hmm. But you know, there she, you have she it. has debt. But she, she has debt, but she's consciously paying it. She's not expecting to be bailed out. Isn't that so amazing? I, I we we did the con- comparison yesterday, and I've been kind of looking at it since. Do you know that in 1969, for public colleges, it costs three hundred and sixty dollars a year to go to a public college? It's pretty good. Three hundred sixty yeah, bucks. Thanks. Back in the mid '80s, when my husband went to college, it was fifteen hundred dollars a year. Oh, God, it's just unbelievable. And now, I don't even know. Even public colleges, I think, are like fifteen thousand dollars a year. I think. Yes, and if you add in if you add in room and board, double that. We have a caller right. who I believe might be LA Nick. All right, but we don't know for sure. We don't know for sure. Too soon to tell. Hello, who is it? It is LA Nick. There he is. What's happening? You're on with Wendy. What do you You think of that action? You and Wendy on. Hey, Wendy. Hello, Nick. To to say how great 
Ace rental car that Walzer owns. They gave me this beautiful Ford 350 transit van that holds tw- 12 people and, and a motorcycle. Well, it holds 12 yeah, people 12 and a van. motorcycle? Holy yeah. God. What, what, do, what are you doing with 12 people, transporting 12 people across the state? What are you doing? Uh, it's, it's a long story. I'm actually in, in I was in Tripoli, Pennsylvania, and now I'm in some town in Delaware picking up some parts. But, yeah, I'm heading back now. But this van, you have to see this van. It's a nice van. Ford, God, unbelievable. Van. And now you can he, Andy's looking at yeah, it right now. You talked him into it. To look, he talked him into looking at it. I like it. That's a I, I want it in black. I, I told him, I said, I'll buy this van right now if you get me one in black. And they got really? it. Really? 21 Transit 350 XLT. It even has four heat in the back. Hmm. I have a question for you. Are you trying to convince people that Doug Sprinthal is actually worth something? <laughs> well, Walter definitely is. But Doug <laughs> did hook me Dougie. up. Doug hook, but Doug did hook me up with with Raj, and Raj runs Ace. And you know what? Right. I, I give right. this this is, a, this is a good tip. If you're thinking about buying a new car, go rent one from Ace and drive it for a week. Because yeah. you can their rental car prices are so cheap. You can rent a regular car for almost nothing a day. Really? Go rent it and really? drive it. And see if you like it, because you can't test drive a car for more than like twenty minutes or half an hour. That's true. And you don't, you don't know if you like a car until you take it on a trip. No, I, I should. Mean, yeah, I that's love this true. van. I just drove this van two thousand miles, so now I know I like it. Mm-hmm. You think you'll ever get off your ass and work again, or just take <laughs> trips? Is that what your t- that's that's your life now? I am working, man. Oh, here what I we do. go. It's like back to the here golden age of sale. Go. He's going between, he's going a, state to state trading. I'm the hardest working man in show business. Oh, here we go. <laughs> well, show business. Uh, you know, you, <laughs> I, I, you could be, you, you actually could be the hardest working man in show business. Yeah, yeah it's probably true. That is probably true. I, I do work but about 16, 18 to, hours a day. So, anyway, I will see you guys on Wednesday. All right, Pally. We'll drive drive safely. And yes. thanks for saying nice words about Walzer. I do like those people a lot, man. They're good people. Well, especially Ace. You know, Walzer owns Ace Rent-A-Car. And like I said, if you're looking to buy a new car, go rent one from, from, from Ace because you can rent it and drive it for a couple of days and see how much you really actually like it. Because a lot of people buy new cars and they realize, I don't like this car after they buy it. And then you're stuck with it. Yeah, oh, yeah. True. That makes sense. So, all right. Well, have a safe trip back. Right, we'll guys. see you on Wednesday. Yep. Thanks. Yep. See you guys. Bye-bye. When do you want to hang on for the last segment? Sure. Why oh, not? when you leave? Oh, yeah, oh. she is there. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll be right back with the final segment right after this. Dan Chesky is here from Dan Southside Marine to talk boats in February. 2021 is all about boat inventory or the lack thereof. Dan's has what you're looking for in the color and model you want. So get in and take advantage of the factory incentives and discounts February offers. Why should our listeners shop for a fishing boat at Dan's Southside Marine? We have the latest models on display, like the new Revolution. It features rotational seating from Premier Marine and the new Lumacraft FSX crossover fishing ski. Both are getting tons of attention and grabbing sales from the competition. Dan's Southside Marine is packed with pontoons from Avalon, Berkshire, and Premier with all the rebates and incentives we mentioned at the top. Get the family out this weekend and come see these amazing pontoons. And be sure to ask about custom-rigged Alumacraft fishing boats this weekend at Dan's Southside Marine during our February open house. Dan's Southside Marine, six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington. Shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. Tom Bernard here with my friend John Schwartz, co-owner of AAA Movers, a family-owned part of the Metro since 1964. John, first off, when it comes to moving, not all companies are created equal. What are some of the scary stories you hear about other guys? Tommy, if you hire Chuck in a truck, you unfortunately are going to get Chuck service. AAA Movers makes it our mission to guarantee satisfaction with every step of what can often be a stressful time in your life, moving. 
We move 10 to 12,000 families every year. So from your price quote to the professional, respectful way we handle your life's possessions, we'll make your move easy. I like easy. By the way, this month, if you mention Tom Bernard or KQ, you'll get a free moving box kit with every move, and you'll save 50 bucks off with junk removal with Junk Luggers. Your move is always triple guaranteed with AAA Movers. That's their price guarantee, safety guarantee, and satisfaction guarantee. Call 612-588-MOVE or online at aaamovers.com. AAA Movers, you may not move every day, but they do. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I tell you, the world is losing it, no question. Isn't it true that Florida has done a better job with COVID than pretty much any other state in the union? Uh, CNN says no, Ron DeSantis is a murderer. Oh, he's a murderer. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's see. Because Co- I just know. It's by COVID death rate, which is the yeah. only metric that matters as far as I'm concerned. Let's see here. I know it's much, much better than, uh, let's see, death rates, highest, let's see, where are you, Florida? It's in the, it's right about smack in the middle. Right in the middle, okay. So, a little worse than, by the way. Or, a little worse than California, a little better than Ohio. Really? I didn't see that it was, I thought it was better than California. It's almost the same uh, 151 versus 144 deaths per 100,000. Okay. So Oh, is that what it is? Yep. So so California's is actually lower? Yeah, by a tiny little bit. It's worse than ours though. We're at 121. Mm. We are? Yes, we are. Well, well we don't know. have well, it's it's we a much larger anyone. population right. here, so I don't know if that has to be taken into fact. Uh, no, well, the really. reason I, I mean, if you look at uh, the third highest is Rhode Island. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because there aren't anywhere near as many people there. That's a huge but part of it. Then the second highest is New York. So there's like two polar opposites in terms of yeah. population. Yeah, that's true. First that's is true. New Jersey, and then Massachusetts, and Mississippi, Arizona, Connecticut. So there's really population doesn't really actually seem to have any bearing on the death rate. Okay, which is which makes Three. sense because infection rate, yes, but death rate. Probably not. Death rate would have more to do with demographics, health care, that kind of thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, the reason I ask that is because, uh, and it's, I'm glad you pointed out that New York City is second only to, uh, in death rate only to Rhode Island. Uh, a pair of comedians who are critical of Governor Ron DeSantis' handling of the coronavirus pandemic started a campaign yesterday, or excuse me, last week, I guess it was. Um, oh, wait, no, no, no. I think it's quite a while because I'm just looking to publish. This was actually a long time, but it popped up again. Uh, it went viral. The Good Liars comedians are called Good Liars. Davram Stifler and Jason Selvig are based out of New York City, uh, and they're known for a series of political pranks critical of Republicans. They now go. have changed his name to Governor Ron Death Santos. I get it. Get it? How clever are you? So, Death Santos. Yeah, living in New York City and criticizing literally anyone, anyone. else's response to the COVID is exactly. pretty yeah. hilarious. That's it the real comedy. There's the real humor right there, ladies and gentlemen. That's you all you need to know. Guess what the, well, you could probably guess what the lowest death rate is because it's kind of like a given. The lowest death rate is Hawaii. Yep, because how the hell yep, would it even get there? Easy. Uh, but the second, can you guess? I bet you can't. The second uh, lowest death rate, I would guess it would be Idaho. Uh, kind of close. That's 10-ish. 10, okay. Anyone else want to guess who the second is? Because it's Hawaii and second then Second lowest else? death rate. Alaska? The second? Alaska's number three. I thought it would be Alaska, too. But somehow there's one state that did just a little bit better than Alaska. Montana? Uh, Montana is actually not fantastic. Well, I mean, it's oh. like, it's in the bottom third, but 
It's basically right, okay. tied with us. Wyoming. Oh, okay. Uh, Wyoming is almost exactly tied with us. One twenty. Wendy, what do you think? What about what does Wendy have to guess? Is she still is she you with us, Wendy? Uh, yeah, I'm here. Um, I don't know. I was going to say Montana. There really aren't a lot of people out there. You know, That's what bigger I land Wyoming. People. It is Vermont. Uh, Vermont, really? yeah, that makes sense. Almost that does as make low sense. as Hawaii, actually. Hmm. Yeah, so Vermont is whatever Vermont did. That's what everyone should do, I guess, because their death rate is thirty-four out of a hundred thousand, compared to New Jersey's two hundred seventy out of a hundred thousand. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, so New Jersey Vermont has nine any, times but, the death rate of uh, Vermont. But they also there's not one big city in Vermont. There's Burlington. How big is Burlington, Vermont? Are there any other bigger cities in Vermont than Burlington? I don't think so. Boat factory. Uh, Burlington, Vermont has a population of 42,000. Wow. And that's the yeah. most populous okay, city in Vermont. Is it really? Yeah, I need to move to Vermont. 42,000 wow, is the biggest city. The tiniest little state. Well, Pretty see, small. no, that's why they don't. That's why they don't pass it around from one to one another because there aren't any people living in cities. Well, cities well, are where. If you look at the lowest, Alaska, Maine, Hawaii, Utah, that all makes sense. But then Oregon. Portland's pretty Oregon big. Oregon does? It? Portland's sizable, yeah, but that's the only big place in the entire state. That's true. Everyone it's kind of like Minneapolis, St. Paul. Right, exactly. Yeah, but people so. keep burning stuff down and People keep burning stuff down and <laughs> People leave. Exactly. I actually did hear something from an epidemiologist who thinks that the reason, if you look at uh, cities and states that have the most rioting, they actually have mm-hmm. less uh, COVID deaths. And he thinks Why? that that is because everyone was cowering indoors because they didn't want to get murdered. Oh, that's a very good point. Yep. That's a really good point. Or is it because people were out on the streets giving it to each other in the younger populations and they weren't getting sick, but right. they were spreading it around? Well, that maybe. Is, yeah, because the rioters are almost all under the age of probably like 25. And if you're under yeah. 25, your odds of surviving the virus are nearly 100%. So that does make sense. God, it's so well. amazing. So, Wendy, you said you did have it. I did, and actually, it's it wasn't bad. I mean, my family normally gets like a, you know, the January the crud every year, and that's exactly what it was until all of a sudden one morning I woke up and I couldn't smell anything. Yeah, that's very common. Oh, right, right. So you didn't get uh, you didn't get horribly sick, but you didn't get really sick. I mean, not anything that was out of the ordinary. You know, I mean, well, for good. that time of year. Yeah, it's it's really funny because I do have, I am overweight. And, you know what, by the way, I absolutely detest the word obese. Really? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's You're taking that well. well. Yeah. Love it. No mas. But, um, <laughs> you know, I have, other, I have other, you know, I have other medical conditions, you know, tied to that. But I, it, it's really funny because they always talk about in the media, well, if you have, you know, if you're overweight, you're going to die. If you have diabetes, right, right. you're going to yep. die. You know, and it right. you. Okay, well, I got both. I'm not dead. I'm kicking at home school here. Well, there you go. You're doing well. Did anybody else in your family get it? Um, yeah. All three of us had it. As a matter of fact, we think oh, that my did? daughter brought okay. it home from the job. Yeah, we think my daughter brought it oh. home from the job at the grocery store. Mm. Oh, well, there yes, you go. So you're yes, through it. Yes. Oh yeah, you're through and it yes, now, and you don't have to worry about still it. Not, yeah, well, pretty much. Yeah, yet she's still not important enough to get the vaccine in Minnesota. What? Mm. Oh God! Isn't that I, amazing? I, well, I just yeah. listened to. Well, I'm halfway through a podcast about um, because the CDC's website says that people that have previously been infected with COVID should still get the vaccine and a congressman was, he had had COVID and he was researching if he should get it and he says that the data doesn't show that if you've had COVID you should need the vaccine 
and he called the CDC over and over and over again, and he finally and he recorded their conversations, and they agreed oh. with him that the data doesn't match up that people previously infected mm. with COVID yeah. should receive the vaccine, but they're not going to change it on their website. Why not? I'm all political. I'm just getting it. Oh, you know, I'm. You know, why not? I get my flu shot every year, and I'll get this too. But you know, it is what it is. I mean, my objective is that I can get on a plane this October or November and go to freaking mm-hmm. Tennessee with a group of people are- that I have fun with or like to have a good time with. I'm pretty sure that might happen. I'm not certain, but it it, it sounds like it might happen. Andy, you got to go this year. Ready to make the rest of the I have <laughs> never been to Tennessee, as far as I know. You got to come to Tennessee. Oh, Alex, Melissa, didn't you have a ball in Nashville? That was great. You and Melissa would really like it. It's a lot of fun. You know what we got to really do? Honest guy, Wendy, you have to go with us to Geist, I think it's called. It's a German restaurant in Germantown in Nashville. Oh, my God, that place is good if you like German chow. Which I don't usually, but theirs is so good. I loved it. I'm it was sort of designer yeah, German chow. So yeah. oh. It was a German fusion. Yeah. German it, fusion. Really want- <laughs> I, I'm half German, so I totally am in the German food. I love it. It's so cool, Wendy. You sit outside. Andy, you got to go. You sit outside by a fireplace. I got like three fireplaces outside. You sit by a fireplace. You have this ma- magnificent food. It's a beautiful day. And uh, what do we go in October? I think. Uh, I think so. I think we went in October. But yeah, I, I we're pushing really, really hard. If it can possibly happen, it's going to happen this year. We're going to go to we're going to go to Nashville again. the The sponsors have already stepped up and said, "Yeah, we definitely want to do it. If you can do it, we'd love to do it." So we already got sponsors for it. So we'll keep pushing. It'll be great. And it'll be fun. Your sponsors are awesome. But I yeah, forgot about a meeting that I have in like 30 seconds. All right. So. Uh, get into your meeting. Get into your meeting. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Wendy, Wendy, Wendy calling in. Yeah, Andy, seriously, ask, ask Alex. It was so much fun down there. Great hotel, the Holston House Hotel. hotel you got to go. Very nice. Yeah, gotta go. And then I assume we'll be going uh, next uh, February. We'll be going back to Key West if, if everything is cleared. If the decks are cleared, we'll be going back to Key West too. I guess we'll see. It'll be a lot of fun. You gotta go. Alex goes to all of them. I do. And you, well, you guys both liked the Reach last year, the hotel we stayed at in Key West, didn't you? Yeah. Yes. Very nice. Yeah, so you know we'll get that taken care of, and you'll Andy, you'd love the whole scenario. Alex, of course, got the biggest room in the hotel, but you know, don't worry about no, our. You feelings. had the biggest room in the hotel. Thank you. Very no. Much. Yes, you did. You had your own private area. It was unbelievable. Yeah, my own room. Private area. <laughs> called the bathroom. <laughs> and yeah, it's called the toilet, and <laughs> yes, the toilet. Should oh God. Be you- private. <laughs> Mom and I started watching some old episodes from earlier this year or early last year, whatever it was. We started watching some America's Funniest Home video. God, there's some fun. We forgot how funny that show actually is. And it's real. That's why there's a kid who looked to be about 8, 9, 10 years old. And he looks at the camera and he says, I feel really bad because... I, I had a loose tooth, and I was going to put it under my pillow, and I didn't, and I end up swallowing it. So I don't know what I'm going to do with my tooth because I need to get it because the tooth fairy will give me some money. I got to get my tooth back. And they're all the people talking. His mother's talking to him. He goes, well, what do you think you should do? He said, oh, I'll be all right because Dad already told me he'll look through my feces. <laughs> What the hell? How, how great is that? Dad's going to dig through his turds yeah, to try to find his do tooth. That. No. I don't care how much <laughs> my kid wants it. Too no, bad. I would be like, the tooth fairy knows yeah. that you lost your tooth. You don't need it. It's fine. Yeah, right. Can, right. You can leave her a little letter or you can draw her a picture of your tooth. I don't know and if we're going to do the tooth fairy yeah. thing. We haven't discussed it. It's one of those things that, I don't know, we're doing it. We've told Fawn about it because she has her broken tooth that will fall out who All knows right. when. These days. And yep. I've, had, yep. I've had what the Tooth Fairy is going to give her for months because it's like it could fall out any oh, day, you yeah. know. And so um, we're not doing money. No? No bribes? No. no, no bribes. Well, I don't know. I'm just like, what's she going to do? Like, she already has a piggy bank. 
you know, yeah. I don't know. And she gets like random change throughout the house so that doesn't seem that special. So we'll do like random little stuff here and there. And she, the tooth fairy wrote her a letter when she cracked her tooth and she was all sad about not being able to eat apples off the core mm. for a while and all this oh, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So the tooth fairy yeah. wrote her a letter that like, oh, your tooth looks great. You've oh. clearly been taking great care of it. And we named her Glow. And she's her personal tooth fairy. Mm. She's and been assigned to Fawn. She's been assigned to Fawn. Yep, so, and she there like and go. she keeps the note and shows it to people all the time. Oh, very so sweet. She, yeah, I don't know. It's just like fun and I don't know, whatever. I like it. I don't know what the hell I'm gonna all do right. with all her random teeth that fall out of her head. Make a necklace. I was gonna say, yes. make a necklace make a to necklace. wear <laughs> around. What did, what did you do? You just threw them away. I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, what else could yeah, you do, do you with them? What do you think I'm going to do with a tooth? I don't know. Yeah. Tooth recycling? I don't know. Tooth no. recycling. Tooth. Well, that's what tooth the recycling. Tooth Fairy is actually all about, is tooth recycling. There yes. we go. We can now make it into a... Can you compost teeth? Yeah, you could compost teeth. Because you can well, compost That's the bone. only thing that's left, isn't it, after you decompose, is basically your teeth and your skull so Usually, yeah. i don't think it i don't think it breaks down fast no, yeah. well you can compost down eventually you can compost chicken bone and like you know well, teeth aren't steak. made of bone but like those are hollow stuff. yeah yeah T- teeth are actually they're not quite they're similar to bone yeah, but they're but yeah they're, they're stronger than bone yeah. in a lot of ways they're weird things they sure are they really. are weird things <laughs> they're very strange things you are not right. whale baleens though those What's that? Hair mouth things. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Hair yeah. Those are weird. Mouth things. What's you know, a hair they're mouth? Filters. They ha- they're filters. They're whales that have the oh, hair. Oh the whale. Yeah, I was like, in my mind, I was like, I hope he's talking about whales because if there's some other thing with a hair <laughs> mouth, I don't know if I'm gonna be I able to handle it. I don't want to live in a world <laughs> yeah. where hair mouth I syndrome is a I thing. I don't want that at all. That yes. Horrific. That is gonna do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.